What's up, everyone? This is Let's Get Graphic, the podcast where we sit down, have a few drinks, and talk about everything graphic design. Each episode will take a subject and we'll discuss it. What we say may be beneficial to you, whether you've been in the industry for 20 years or only a year. Some of you may even feel like we're full of shit. Either way, grab your drinks. Let's get graphic. Graphic design is my passion. Oh, fuck. Fuck me. All right, I'm going to start this one out with um, this random thought I had the other day of I was thinking back when like I was graduating college and all the professors were like saying that web design and UX design was going to be like the way of the future. And like everyone should know a little bit about that in order to get like a high paying job or whatever. So I was curious on what like the top design or graphic design titles were. So I found a list. It says top 10, but it only has nine. Designers can't count. Designers can't count. It's okay. What the hell? It's fucking. Tr- it's trustworthy. Um, you get to insert yourself into the number one spot. Yeah, exactly. It's it, number 10. Yeah. No, number one is you. <laughs> it just shows a black screen. So your <laughs> reflection is on the picture. Like, fuck. <laughs> uh, OK, so number nine is animation designer, which is, you know, 2D, 3D visual imagery. Wait, wait, is this is this top 10 that are being displaced by AI or top 10 the safest? No, this is just top 10. This is top 10 graphic design jobs that are in demand oh okay so animation designer is number nine art director is number eight Mm, you'd think that'd be further down the list or up the list maybe people just don't want to do that anymore who wants position of power a cd essentially yeah art director is pretty much a cd in real like is cd in terms of like they're doing stuff too or they're just like blessing things uh, the way this one describes it is responsible for overall visual style of magazines, newspapers, product packaging, and movie and television production. So maybe it's well. I mean, there's a lot less print these days, broad. so it makes sense that it's going down. Yeah, yeah. True. I guess that makes sense. Um, and then it just says graphic designer number seven. Mm-hmm. Row row. Uh, visual concepts layout production design um marketing materials internal graphics brand assets packaging web graphics signs and much more so i guess that's where we sit Mm -hmm. Uh, motion graphics designer movie clips trailers advertisements special effects title sequences and more in a world just those and then ui Designer is number five. Ooh. Yuck. Yeah, gross. Fuck them. That's what I wanted to be a couple years ago. Which they have UX. What's you know? I've always wondered what's the difference between UX and UI. What does the X stand for? User experience and experience? user interface. User experience. Yeah. Okay. I just dropped the E because it's cooler. It's not coding. It's it's just like 
a designer specifically for like layout of interface and icons and all that stuff. Oh, wireframes. Okay. Number three is digital designer. Um, as opposed to for- analog designer or like, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, no, you can't use paper. It has to be the iPad or digital designers. Put that pencil down. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you? How fucking dare you? You glue your hand to the mouse. Yeah. Uh, this is website graphics, product graphics, computer software, email, email templates, email, email. <laughs> oh no, I got an email. <laughs> Social media <laughs> graphics, brand campaigns. So this is pretty much like if you do design for like Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, front end web developer, coding, for short. Ooh. I guess, but it being number two, I guess it's still a pretty. Uh, high demand job but i think it's just because there's not that many people doing it anymore because it's gross and then product designer sometimes considered a full stack designer means big big titted designer big titty one of my uh cousins is a product designer and he makes a lot of money what does that mean like Uh, is it like packaging it says they might be responsible for ux UX, UI, coding, projects, management, problem solving, or all the above. To this day, I still don't know what he does. And I've asked him (laughs) many times. Maybe he doesn't know what he does. (laughs) Product designers are most most in demand at startups, large large product-based corporations, and software companies. It just sounds like they just do everything. Yeah. So it's like coding involved, but also designing. They're like concept people so they like figure out how an app actually works i could be i could be totally wrong but that's what i get in addition to that they also have what are the important industry trends for design careers in 2024 these are really quick um rapid innovation and turnarounds are necessary uh degrees continue to decrease in importance beneficial for all the youngins out there Three is demand for motion design is at an all-time high. So like Instagram reels and TikTok and stuff like that. Yuck. And then number four is demand for AI skills, which that one's probably going to become number one over the next couple years. Hold on. Pause. We can cut all this out, but I think we should talk about something stupid. We can talk about something stupid. Why don't you, why don't you show me your butthole then? Ooh. Hey, I just hopped off the toilet, you know. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you, you, you know, <laughs> Colty, what, 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 what you got? What you got on the noggin? Uh, I don't know. Many things. <laughs> a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> besides, besides a beanie that doesn't cover I, I, your ears. <laughs> I, I didn't have something specific in mind when I said that. Just wanted something. Yeah, Dante, it's our job to figure that shit out. He's the <laughs> idea man. Yeah. He's, the bu- yeah. he's the soundboard guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the, the soundboard here. guy. Well, going, yeah, he's he's the CD of this group. Going back to what you're saying about like the whole like AI thing, like, oh, are you able to use AI? You know, it's going to be like, yeah, but you know, I have a degree in visual communication. I'm a you know excellent illustrator. My skills in illustrator are like. 10 plus it's like yeah yeah but, but do you know how to use ai can you run mid journey yeah, can you write a prompt yeah have you used chat gbt you know 
Okay, cool. I'm using a lot of chat GPT for my concepts now. Oh, yeah. Since I have to do a lot of like, uh, well, I've been doing a lot of like vintage ad design for shirts and trying to figure out copy is like if I had a weakness in design, it used to be Photoshop. And now it's just like kind of trying to like create copy out of nowhere. So I use that to like fill in the blank. Mm. <laughs> Do you think copywriters are just fucked, like, for the future? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily completely fucked. I would say the stuff that it, like, spits out is, like, very similar to how Midjourney does, where it's, like, you can tell it came from AI because it's just not, like, it's not very human, like, when you read it. Mm. It's very... For now. For now. So I have to, like, go in and, like, do some editing, but... I would say with that introduction, I think copywriters are like should be shaking in their boots for sure. If people still do that shit, I mean, if people still shake in their boots. Yeah. If people still wear boots in their apple bottom jeans, their boots with the fur, the fur, the fur. Is that dumb enough for you, Colton? Sure. All right. <laughs> now we get to the main we get to the main shit. Design influences. So I sent y'all questions um, to kind of outline how we can go about this. So the first one, what influenced your personal design when you first became a designer? So for me, I'm going to go ahead and start it because I've kind of been thinking about it. I don't want to lose my train of thought. Um, It's weird to think back because the only reference I ever had as a designer was what like professors would teach you. You go through the whole like design history and it's like, you know, you're learning what they used to do and the type of different art influences and they're throwing like names like Saul Bass. Uh, Milton Glaser, Paul Rand, Shepard Fairy. Like they're just throwing names at you and you were like, as someone who doesn't have a reference, you're instantly thinking that these guys are like what everyone follows. But I think with the inclusion of Instagram and being able to find like people within the same field, you can start building what you see as your design so back then when i didn't know i was going to get into apparel all my stuff was just like i mean just just very broad design instagram accounts that just showed you other designers or or everyone you know pushed the you must follow the aiga and you must become like a member of the aiga because they're going to help you in the future i have I used the AIGA once. The AIGA was basically useless, in my opinion. Can you tell me what the AIGA is for for someone that may not know? I still don't know what yeah, that is. Yeah, not me. Definitely not me. How dare you? Fu- Why are you going to test me like that? I don't know the acronym. <laughs> 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 The American International Group of Designers. My, my, and my, my, my teacher was urging me to join that, and I never... American Institute of Graphic Arts. Nice. So it was basically like, 
they played it they played it up to where if you became a member you became you got access to like job boards across the united states and you got to see like blog posts and message boards from other designers and then it's like a national honor society or something in addition to that there was a facebook page for like all graphic designers from texas tech of my class which i'm still a part of but that was like another one that they gave you was like this will be the tool to your future to get like your first job and many years afterwards and looking back it's like i don't think either one of those helped me get (laughs) my first design job it was just kind of like i didn't know what i was doing so i didn't really have a reference of like design influences other than what i was taught do you think that's like relevant like outside of getting like your first job i feel like once you get like your first couple of years of experience that's kind of like pointless you know any association with that yeah um i think it benefits us in a world where like you know we all we have different social media like outlets you have instagram we have dribble like you you can kind of just build your own influences based on what you want to do so like back then i wanted to get into signage and you know create like like if i I wanted to work at like a museum and create like the ticket stubs and the brochures and like create that whole system so i would follow people specifically who did that And then now it's just all about apparel for me. Like, that's all I follow now. It's just apparel. Yeah, it's kind of funny, like how going back to what you're talking about um, school and stuff like it's before you're in the industry or before you're like deep in it on social media or anything like even before that was the thing, whatever your professors told you, like you just were like, oh, that's that's the rule. That's the law, you know? Oh, that that my teacher said this person was the best designer ever and that we need to know them. It's like, oh, that's true worldwide, you know, and -hmm. it's like you go to a different school 20 minutes down the road and they may say something completely different. Yeah, it's like there are rules when you become a designer. It's you need to know these designers and you need to know that Comic Sans and Papyrus are no no's. That's like that. I, that's an actual that is the one thing that everybody shits on that, which is funny how that just became. I don't even know how that like it, it's like it just engraved into every graphic designer's brain. It's just these two things are no no's when it comes to type and never use it ever. But I guess Bryson for you, was it different like with influences since like you had like a tattoo background like did yeah i mean like how were your influences compared well i mean like i was always see it was hard because i wasn't coming at it from like a design angle like i said i like my major's studio art you know so i was always like after the illustration style and stuff and like i remember like my fr- my first ever drawing books were from the book fair in elementary school and it was like the dragon ball z how to draw books you know oh no and, yeah. And from there, it just like it kept going to different like like Christopher Hart's books. Do you guys know him? Um, I don't think so. No, I haven't heard it, actually. Dude, he's released probably like 30 how to draw books in like comic manga, you know, all the all those things and stuff. But and then it just got like it graduated to different artists and stuff. And then 
I think the first one that could be related to design is um, the Jim Phillips guy. This He does all the Santa Cruz illustrations. I remember being like really pumped on him for like seventh, eighth, ninth grade and stuff. Jim Cruz. Pull it up. Pull it up. Whip it out. Okay. Whip it yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> that, Let's like, see. I guess that's a good point too. Like when you think even further back before. I decided to be a designer. It's like the illustration. Oh, oh yeah. okay. I know. I know that hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Santa the fucking hand. Santa Cruz. You know. Yeah, the Santa Cruz. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting when you said Santa Cruz, but that that okay. I got you now. Yeah. Fun. Um. Fun fact. Jim Phillips is the grandpa. His son is also an artist and does work for Santa Cruz. And now his grandson is like getting to be that age where he can start doing professional work too. So Join three the generations. family business. What if yeah. he doesn't want is to he, though? He's going to go into something else like fucking uh, coin collecting. Plumbing. 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 Coin collecting. <laughs> That's the first thing you think of is coin collecting. <laughs> think as of a job, else. as a career. Hey, you can find some pretty rare coins. All right. He's like a coin appraiser. So there's this guy, like as soon as you showed me the hands, there was this guy. I don't know if y'all have seen his stuff before but that style like very much reminded me of this guy i think i have yeah and what he he does a lot of like uh process videos to show that style gotta hit the the reels nowadays gotta get like that, that short form content oh yeah. yeah that one's cool that shit the metal mexican Metal, metal Mexican. Mexican. His name is Ruben Enriquez. For all of our listeners at home, look up Metal Mexican on Instagram. Do it now. All, you won't regret it. All both of our Dude, listeners. right now. Right fucking now. I will say that when I was, you know, I think I've said before that I never really planned on being a designer, so... A lot of my shit started out and still is like super like fucking illustrative. So like back in the day when I first started out, I wasn't really inspired so much by like designers. I When my professors would tell me about like, you know, professional designers that I needed to go look up, the ones that everybody needs to know. I didn't care. I didn't retain any of that shit. I <laughs> was in, in like, one ear and out the other. I was like, I just want to draw, you know, so I didn't it's have. When someone tells you to watch that next show, like watch this show. And you're like, yeah, yeah I'll oh, watch totally. It. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll watch that tonight. And then I just don't show up to work the next day. So I don't have to talk about it. with. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the solution, but OK. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't really gravitate towards. And that was one thing is I don't feel like I ever really developed. I guess, kind of a style of my own um, because I was so focused on just doing what I wanted to do, which was drawing. And I, you know, a lot of my shit's like, oh, I want to do this cool, super colorful illustration. Uh, And then afterwards, okay, how do I work type into this? How do I make this into like actual graphic design and not just drawing? And it wasn't until like much later, you know, when it came to doing projects and stuff that I'm having to like, a lot of my shit, I would just go on Pinterest or go on dribble and just find just scroll just doom scroll until i find something cool that i can kind of turn into you know something in the direction that i want it wasn't until you were forced to do it like hundreds of times until you're like yeah. Oh, okay yeah now i got it that and that's where the influence comes from before there yeah. was no yeah, influence because I, I was stubborn you know i was stubborn yeah, i was gonna <laughs> say that that kind of rolls into like the next part 
the the early influence is kind of hard for a lot of us because like kind of have to time machine back to think what influenced us to I guess become a designer in a way because a lot of us didn't even start out as wanting to be a designer so it's like we kind of worked our way into it but now that after we got the job my first job y'all obviously joined later the influence has changed because out of the four of us i guess colton's the only one that had like apparel experience because you know you worked with screen printing and you're obviously an expert at it <laughs> yeah 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 so like design like to use for bands and stuff like that merch and such just for the fucking fun of it. So that was in your head from the beginning, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I, I had wanted to be in the merch side of things. That, that was my main goal when I became a designer. So what were your influences? Like being in the merch area, like what, what type of were you already following like apparel brands and like people like that? Um, well, mainly like before I even like actually decided this was what I wanted to do. Um, music was really important to me. And, you know, bands have cool merch. And I basically just wanted to make stuff like that. And so that's what led me to... I will admit that a lot of, like, a lot of my influence now is very much like band merch, sort of. We'll get into it later about influences now versus like, you know, when I used to work with you guys. But um, the influences we had at the same like merchandising company, like I wrote or I typed a few up, which it's funny, like the ones that I typed up, like very much changed. So when I first started there, since it was decently small and we really only worked with like like breweries and re like small restaurants and shit like that like my influences were pretty much that like what other what are the other breweries doing what are the other what is the style that this person needs or whatever um the few supplement brands and gym brands like i just looked at other gym brands like just to see what they were doing to see if there was like an influence that could get me there. But I think over time, you know, it kind of expanded to searching through badge design and seeing all the artists through there. Uh, Skull reserve distressed unrest. Um, we've heard these names several times. Mighty short. Woo. Lincoln design. Ow, ow. Like, and then I guess, towards the end of me leaving and going to my second design job and y'all still being there, Sendero. But now that I moved on, like my influences changed. I went from, I went from doing so like such a big spectrum of art for like outdoor brands, gym brands, uh, whatever else we used to design, like we designed pretty much everything under the sun. Now where I'm at, it switched to specifically like streetwear. And like now my influencers are like pleasures, 
Bittersweet Now, Online Ceramics, Culture Kings. Um, Online Supreme. Ceramics? I haven't heard of that one. Oh, dude. <laughs> this fucking this fucking brand is so goddamn funny when it comes to like their, their merch because it's almost like they choose to be bad, but <laughs> like they're it's I choose bad, to be bad. <laughs> How naughty. I'm sure this shit. Let's see. Online so this is, ceramics. When you log in, this is what it looks like. Oh god. my god! It looks like a <laughs> a Wikipedia or a <laughs> Craigslist ad you don't want to click on. Yep. And you get down to the apparel. Oh no! Ooh, that's cool. This was... Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> I do. I do not. I do not dig it. Like when I first saw these guys, I was like, "This can't be." like the influence that we i need in my life but like that's cool actually that's actually that's actually really cool keep going i want to see more okay 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 the curse i don't mind that one yeah is it all like, uh like the is that? <laughs> it this I, i'm assuming this is a movie for from a24 it's that, oh. that new show with nathan fielder Oh, that oh, is him. Okay. Is I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So they mainly do bootlegs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like they're they're <laughs> one cool. of those like they're one of the, like the boot they're like bootleg brand like one of the bootleg brands that become very popular. Like that's the other part of it is like bootleg brands have become another influence. And I guess Colton, you you're kind of one of the ones that introduced like me to that with a. Uh, what is it? Fantasy, fantasy initiative. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've been really into a lot of those recently because most of the times when you do licensing, uh, you can't really do anything too out there because it won't get approved. But with bootlegs, you don't have that problem. You can do some zany stuff that that one was cool. You couldn't get away with usually. So. Yeah, and like, like look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> loving memory of pluto in loving memory of pluto like they're so like i said they're so bad but these things sell out and you see them on like the like ebay and shit like people trying to sell the ones and they just sell them for a lot like there's there's no reason that these should be popular but they are that first one really got me i was like i was getting upset at that first one I like, like this in a is, post ironic is, society. I, yeah. I like when they do the opposite, like it where it's not licensed, so you can still be creative, but like say Gold's Gym, for example, they do like Gold's Pizza Shop, you know, and they have like a like a whole line of like that retro pizza shop vibe and everything, but it's still their Gold's Gym wear. I think that Surfer would be cool. Boy pizza. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Like this like I never would have thought that this would be like where my influence lies when it comes to apparel. But like if like my I was not good at Photoshop, like maybe like a four when it came to design, it was like maybe a three out of ten. I, I could but, do this. But, but what'd you say it was on your resume? Eight, nine. <laughs> no, Dante fucking what, said ten? it was eight. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Eleven. Yeah. Fifteen. Twelve. I was oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. My, 
13, 14. <laughs> I actually created yeah, Illustrator. You know, my I, father, uh, John Adobe, actually created <laughs> Illustrator. Yeah. <laughs> John Adobe's most likely white. You can't convince me otherwise. Oh, that's how we're playing. But, uh, oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been like three episodes since I threw like a racist joke out there. So as the racism regulator, I'm going to let it slide. But it's February. It's February. It is. Oh, February. that is that's oh, pretty shit. fucked up. Oh, I can't let that one slide then. All right, can't let it slide. That's the only one I'm gonna, for the rest strike, of the month. Strike I'm put one. In jail then. Uh, but in my interview, I remember that was a question like, "How good are you at Illustrator? How are you at Photoshop?" But I remember I was fucking honest, and I said like, "I'm a." I'm pretty sure I said I was a three or a two on Photoshop because it's not something that we use that often in college. Shit, I barely use Illustrator all that much. I use the InDesign more than anything. And now, like, I have yet to ever open InDesign, and I hope I never do. Mm-hmm. Oh, InDesign yeah. fucking sucks. I remember I had to make my first look, my first logo in InDesign just using the fucking pin tool and clipping masks and stuff. And it was god awful. It was a horrible <laughs> experience. I was like, this is this is what I'm in for for the rest of my career. It just like fucking sucks. This I just, is I bullshit. Remember that. That's how they weed out the weak. Oh, don't yeah. think we <laughs> don't know how to weed them out. Yeah, but like Photoshop now, if I were to like put it on a scale, I'd probably put it like up at seven because now I'm able, like I'm learning to manipulate assets differently than I did at where y'all work. Yeah, and like these brands are pretty much doing that already like they've been doing it they're going to continue to do it manipulating photos because they are bootleg brands and all they have to work with are something that just google and get stuff off the internet so they can just they manipulate it and turn around and sell it for a 50 dollars, 60 dollars t-shirt and it fucking sells out well it's like it fits with that style of like oh yeah well i learned photoshop that's the only program i have you know, let me figure out how to make it work. And as they make it work, it kind of like a little style builds around it. You know what I mean? And like now that's like the aesthetic that people are going for. Yeah. Uh, I, if I didn't have to use Illustrator as much as I do, I would 100% use Photoshop more because you can get a lot more abstract looking designs out of it. I think you should use photoshop more i think you can probably do whatever you want as long i as it looks i cool. i love like, that for you i love that for you <laughs> bryson's like bryson's like that's fine for you but i ain't yeah. fucking touching photoshop no especially with my my band merch influences uh a lot of that stuff is very like abstract and 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 grungy especially with like metal music you did most of that stuff in photoshop is that what you would use primarily before yeah, I mean, it was a blend of Illustrator and Photoshop, of course, but there's a lot in Photoshop that you can't do in Illustrator. After working with Illustrator so long, do you think that you are, what, which program do you think you're more skilled in? Do you think you lost your touch maybe a little bit if you were to go back? Uh, probably. Yeah, it's, I'm probably 75% Illustrator now. No, I I remember you saying when like when we all first started and stuff, you're like, Oh yeah, like I wish I could do this in Photoshop or something or do this design. It would be so much easier. But I feel like, you know, so before it was like your Photoshop and your Illustrator, and then you were forced to just use Illustrator. 
and Photoshop just kind of creeped up, you know? So it's like you are better in both, yeah. but you've just day in and day out used Illustrator. Because, I mean, we don't really get to do like any like super abstract, weird designs like you see on online ceramics and stuff. So it's kind of just, I don't really have the need to use Photoshop as much. Yeah, yeah that's not a huge like, that's not our top order for sure. <laughs> One thing that I've also like kind of added in is like an influence. I guess you can consider it more like a tool, but like I never really used YouTube all that much when it came to like learning how to do stuff. I'm constantly on YouTube now, like trying to figure it out. And I'm sure y'all y'all know, um, was it Dor- Doran Studios? Maybe. Oh yeah, y'all, I love him. Y'all aware of them? Not a hundred. Maybe. On that, I'm not a hundred yeah. on that pronunciation, but maybe. Whip it out. Well, I'm Doran not either, and I hope that no one tries to correct me on it. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. It. But he, like, uh, he was it, one of my big influences when I was. Yeah, like this type of shit. Yeah. Holy H.R. Geiger. Like, they're, like, this is another like big influence when it comes to like photo manipulation and like getting gradient maps and thresholds, like just trying to do stuff that I never thought to do. Like, before mm-hmm. when it came to like t-shirt design because look up we're uh, very, or dan barkle on on instagram dan what dan barkle dan barkle yeah he's like he's that? one of my favorite merch designers barkle Let's yeah see this shit barkle look up his instagram if you can Ooh. it's definitely well, that street i'm adding this to my influence yeah, oh i see some i see same. some teas on there too Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. Yellow shit. on black. That's a follow right there. He's the goat. He doesn't have a whole lot, but I mean, what he has on there is pretty cool. He, I think he's purged it a few times, but he he's been doing it for a long time. That's yeah, that other guy. Like I would, that. I would pronounce that Doron. Doron, like moron, but with the D. Because yeah, you're a moron from the yeah. fires of Doron. He rises. But just just the way that like he can just get like certain colors to really like pop and like pop to think to really to, well, pop. To, yeah, make it pop. He figured out how to make it pop. He found the button. So Dante and Bryson, did you guys have any any artists specifically that y'all looked up to or were inspired by or did we? No, I mean, that's kind of what I was well, saying what, what before. About now? Like, what what influences you now? Because I talked about, like, what we hear at the job when, you know, thrown around of, like, what we're almost told to get influence from. But, like, where do y'all get your influence when you're given a project? Well, I honestly, like, if I were to say that I do a lot of um, design in my free time, like personal design, like I follow plenty of different artists, but they're none of them are really uh, a cohesive style that I that I like. Everyone's kind of oh that looks cool, oh that looks cool, like a big melting pot of a bunch of different kind of things that I just kind of think looks cool. Uh, as far as designing for like our job, I really just lean towards kind of what I'm told. You know, like other brands usually like in the outdoor industry or the gun industry or whatever. Um, that are kind of in that same uh, wheelhouse, you know, 
that's usually who I go to for inspiration as far as work. But like, since I don't do a whole lot of design or anything in my free time, there's not really anybody that kind of inspires me or influences like a, a personal style or anything like that. Like, I don't have any like design heroes or anything, you know? Bryson, what about you? Your what influences? Because I guess yours could be similar to Dante's since y'all both have like an illustration like backgrounds. Like what what inspires you for on the job projects? Oh, for on the job projects, um, I usually just kind of, you know, swap through Pinterest and, you know, find some some nice vintage shapes and layouts that vintage shapes like squares and like triangles the, yep, and circles. Yep. That, that's Rhombus. right. Like, like, like them right there. Uh, that works. And then, uh, no, but for real, I'll try and... I feel offended because both of you are out of state. Y'all, y'all are not from Texas, and I feel offended. Hey, I'm from Mississippi. I can talk like that. Um, I'm from California, and uh, <laughs> we are probably one of the most liberal states, so check your privilege, all right? <laughs> Black History Month. Fair. Okay, but no, for reals, like... <laughs> I think because we're trying to get into like, how do we balance um, directly copying, you know, from creating something new while using reference? I mean, I think what I like try and do is not like screenshot the example and put it in there. Like I'll have it open, look at it and maybe flip back and forth. So it's not for so for one, it's not a one to one comparison. You know, I'm not exactly tracing, but I'm trying to find like how things fit together, you know, and like, say, I know I, I'm using three words for this and an established date. I'll try and find something and I'll look for that in other design and stuff and go, oh, I like how that works. That'll work for what I'm trying to do. And then kind of like sketch it together in Illustrator, if that makes sense. You saw me do that live with that, that green one I did today. Oh, dude, I, I really liked that one. I'm, I'm going to steal that one for the next project for sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's it kind of it kind of oh, god damn it it kind of goes back to like when we were talking about like our design process like back in episode one that like i work or i used to work spef- specifically in like layouts so i would like scroll through instagram pinterest all that until i found like a layout that looked like it could work for said design and then i would pretty much like screenshot several several of them that looked alike and like kind of put them in my that's the one difference is i actually pull it into illustrator and i'll like piece three designs together so like in regards to balancing you know original art and copying it gets harder and harder every day because it's like oh does it Hey, yo. Yes, because I'm almost 31, so it takes longer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, I mean, designers like you come up with new solutions for designs, and everyone kind of copies everyone's like looks and stuff every day. Like I find every day, I find like three accounts that have like the same style, so it gets a little bit harder to kind of be unique. So, in regards to copying, I mean. I think it's a form of flattery. If you find a design that looks really good and you want to like take some elements from it, but 
you got to make it your own somehow. I mean, you, you, especially if it's someone that's like really well known, you can't like go, you can't go to Lincoln design, find something and then copy it one for one because someone's going to see it. And you're going to be called out for it. Like with, with that, that being said, my, the way I design now is different where it's like, I'm looking for style. Like I'm looking for how something is put together in like illustration or like unique. I'm looking for more unique styles. That's where like the door on studio and all that shit is coming into play where it's like, that's very unique that I want it to be completely brand new. Like, I don't want it to be something that I pulled from something else. I want to look for like a, like a style that can make my art like be different from everything else, not kind of fall into, fall into the crowd, I guess. Yeah. No, nobody owns any specific styles and you can always riff on a style that you find interesting or inspiring. It's not, I don't think anyone's going to call you out for something like that. You guys have any wacky influences? Wacky? Wacky in what way? No, that's actually a hard one. Can I can I talk about one of one of my cool influences? Of Bring course, it. Colton. H- have any of you played Destiny? <laughs> I did back in the day a little bit. Okay. I so tried. I tried so hard. The like the all of the graphic design in Destiny is incredible. You should you should pull it up on the screen so we can look at it. Hey Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> Jamie, pull up a picture of a chicken uh, have, uh, riding a motorcycle. I don't know if you guys ever saw my wallpapers at work, but they're all from from Destiny. I, I've noticed them. City. I, I forget the. I'm name not disappointed the, either. Look up the look up the UI maybe. Yeah, look up Destiny. Just look up Destiny graphic design, and there should be like a uh, yeah. Maybe I'm making it uh, more complicated. Should be like a Behance no, 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 Jamie. Just type something. in "Destiny graphic design." It's <laughs> that that first one, the Behance. You know, I never thought that there was like a, a graphic designer for a video game that had to like put together basically a brand guide for said video game. Oh yeah, they, they put together all the icons, emblems. And can you imagine like concept artists that go like, "Oh yeah, we need this painting for this wall inside this house." You know, like get on it. And it's like someone corner the game that no one ever walks by and stuff. And it's like, oh, I made that. No, but it's a side quest. Sorry. <laughs> one influence I have that I never really like, thought about is just like VHS tapes. Because a lot of the like design is just like, or at least the most recent like, projects I've done have been kind of playing off that vibe, like for horror movies. And that's kind of like a weird one for me because I never really thought that like I would look at the cover of a VHS tape and be like, man, I'm in that like that style looks really cool to where I want to like copy it, you know, like this whole shit. Like have like a like an analog influence right now. Yeah, like, yeah, that that is that's a good way to put it is that like. um, It's almost like I'm going backwards in how things were done. It's like. You know the whole like like you know the the thirty year trend cycle like whatever was happening three decades decades ago is what's cool now right now it's the nineties it was 
the 80s last decade. It's going to be the 2000s next decade. I, I, I used to do some wacky shit when I first started, kind of like that. And, and our creative director at the time would would be like, yeah, this is not. Dude, it's not gonna dude, work, dude. It's cool. It out of you. It's cool, but uh, no. <laughs> like that mushroom one, if you guys remember, I remember. Uh, the, like it was like text, a, like yeah, spiraling around it. It was like a photo fondly. negative looking thing. Yeah, it's like this is nice, but not not for this. That's one that Colton finished and was like, "Hell yeah!" And then as soon as we get to the brief, it was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> he's like, he's at he's at one hundred percent rager, and then as like he was talked down, it just deflated would you consider because this is kind of the way that i i work especially like in a time crunch uh you were talking about like pulling multiple like designs for inspiration and just kind of pulling elements from them so i'll get like 20 or so designs and slap them in a big collage on a page frankenstein different elements from each of each of them to make a big Frankenstein sometimes. Uh would you consider that stealing? You know, or would you consider that uh being original to an extent? Look me in my eyes in the month of February and tell me <laughs> I'm a thief. No, I, I think that's original. I would consider that I would consider that original and like it's basically a mood board. Like what you're describing is a mood board. You're pulling a bunch of images, put and putting them into one spot and kind of seeing the common thread through all of them. So like, that's, I, that's like one difference going from one company to the other is that that process has become like a good amount of like my beginning where like, I didn't have time to do it before. Like you had, we had maybe like 10 minutes to pull your shit together and start designing. Now I can spend a little bit more time like researching all those influences and looking through Pinterest and finding the styles that I want. And I'm pulling images from all over and I'm trying to find like the common thread amongst all of them that can that I can put into my design. I think it's because I'm looking more into the trend and like stuff like that now instead of like, you know, I'm working with an outdoor brand. They make guns. My images are going to be a pistol, bullets, the American flag. I mean, that doesn't leave a whole lot to the imagination. But now it's like you're given these assets. The trend is death metal. So like, what are you going to do with it now? Like, so I'm going to spend my time looking up death metal, trying to get the right font style. Do I need to illustrate the font? How, how do I need to manipulate the image to make it feel like it fits with the font? It's a whole lot more that has to go through my head now when it comes to shit like that. Yeah. Having yeah. I mean, it's go ahead, Colton. No, you go ahead. No, no, you go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you first. No, you hang no, on, Colton. No, you hang We up. insist. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say, um, having such similar clients, a lot of the times, the the longer that goes on, the harder it is to come up with like original concepts, like you were saying, like there's only so many ways you can arrange the same elements and, and 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's, you know, you get to the fourth or fifth outdoor brand or even the I keep saying outdoor brand because we worked a lot of it. But like even the gym brands that we it could be gym outdoor. Yeah, like even the gym brands I worked out with. I mean. You can only put a, a weight plate on a design so many times. So you have to like figure out new solutions, but then you get like to the fourth or fifth one. And it's like, well, this other brand picked two designs out of the five. These other three could work for the brand I'm working on now. So that that cuts my design time. Yeah, because now I have three designs that are basically made. So it's funny because it's like you're balancing originality with copying, but in the end, you start copying yourself. It's like you're not really being well, original. You notice like cycles too, you know, like certain brands, like they want to just start with basics and build up and then they want to get a little more fashion forward and stuff. Never like young people fashion forward, you know, cutting edge or anything. But then this brand will be up here and then you'll notice this other brand is like on their second or third order now. And they're like, oh, we want something like this. And they're thinking back like, oh, that's what these guys wanted, you know, a year and a half ago and stuff. It just like kind of like evolved it's pretty funny that way everybody's chasing what they see yeah yeah someone does it first and then everyone copies it's just a matter of like who are you chasing now it's like at at y'all's company they're chasing people within their own field like one gym is chasing another gym one outdoor brand's chasing another outdoor brand like whoever the top dog is in that field they're chasing them, but they also don't want to go too far to where it doesn't make sense for their own customer base. Mm-hmm. And then where I'm at now, it's like the brands that are being chased are like almost unreachable in a way, at least for the brand that I work for. It's like Supreme, Stussy, like Mark Jacobs. It's like shit like that, where it's like there's no way we will ever be at the level of Supreme. But like our design needs to like hit those same notes. It's not hard to make a supreme design. Supreme yeah, brick. well, you slap the <laughs> you slap the logo on a, a on a crowbar spatula. Well, no, even even yeah, like their, crowbar their, like custom designs are. I mean, they're nothing crazy. It's just the culture behind Supreme that makes them so yeah. popular. You know, makes them so supreme. Yeah, and even that's even that becomes a struggle because we're trying to do like. A, non-licensed stuff so i get to kind of expand out to just like a rip on a vhs tape but it's branded non-licensed and being able to convince a customer that this is cool you need to buy it versus like oh we have this goosebumps thing that looks very much similar to that like what are you going to get are you going to get something that's goosebumps or are you going to get something that's like a brand that doesn't matter but you have someone like supreme do it they're gonna they're gonna sell out you're gonna sell out no matter it what goes back to, yeah it's like you go back to the online ceramics thing is that i could do the exact like anyone could do what online ceramics did it's very like simple at least in our minds when we look at it i mean it looks very like crude and like baby's first graphic design t-shirt but in heavyweight cotton in heavyweight yeah it's probably prints on a heavyweight cotton gildan if anything but they can sell out of it versus someone else can't 
do that. Yeah, they, they cut at that point the too, it's the like, yeah, you're like yeah. you're paying for like the vibe or that little piece of culture that like because you kind of understand what they're doing. Like their their website looks like the you know Craigslist ad. Their t-shirts are like early two thousands or late nineties like vibe and stuff. And it's like that's what you're getting. You're and maybe you like the shirt too. Maybe you think the shirt's cool. So it's like kind of a trifecta. It's not just this big screen printed tea, screen printed tee, you know? Yeah. And now with the introduction of AI, like that's a whole nother like door that I don't think anyone's really like gotten into yet with like designing, using AI and then letting people know that it's designed in AI. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that are using mid journey and all and Adobe Firefly and all those to design their stuff. But like, I don't think they're letting it well known. But being like, hey, we did this in AI. Once it becomes standard, you can kind of eventually we're going to all just kind of assume and also not really care regardless. Yeah, I think it's the not care part that's going to like happen eventually. Like, I think I'm sure like non-designers don't care already. I mean, as long as whatever it is looks cool, it looks cool. But designers, it's going to take a little while to get them to understand that you know, yeah, AI is, you know, cutting corners and cheating in a way, but it's the world that we live in. So you have to, you have to kind of chase that, that as also an influence too. It's like, cause I see a lot of people like do certain things in AI and I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? Like even like the few times that I saw Colton use it to like get those like Western like illustrations. I'm like, how the fuck? Can you do that? But I can't. Like, I'm typing the same shit that you are. Bro, bro, what'd you, you type in? read a book, dude. Read a fucking book. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't read books. Just fucking figure it out. Figure it out. But, I mean, that just adds to a list of influences. Like, people that can do that also. So, it's... I do think it's a skill, too. Like, being able to know how to, like, work those programs and stuff. And But I just, I just have fun drawing. So, that's the hard thing, you know? Because, yeah, AI is you know, one, it's 1% the time of like drawing a whole thing, you know, by just typing it in and clicking it and 10 seconds later, it shits it out. Like it's way faster. Do you feel, this is like a, a bonus question that I just randomly thought of. Do you feel pressured to change the way you do your design based on like the stuff you see like, you know, when you go on Pinterest or Instagram and you're doom scrolling on the toilet and you're just like seeing other designers, like, do you feel like that pressures you to change your style? I mean, when it comes to like me drawing or doing personal works or, you know, making art, if you will, no, I, I like what I like and I might find something else that I like and I can maybe bring some of that flavor in. But like with when it comes to like designing for someone who's looking for a particular style, it's like, nah, you're paying for it. Like you're ordering it. This is what you want. Okay. This is what you get. And if anything, AI makes it easier to deliver a certain style, you know, versus, you know, having to figure out how to even draw like that, you know? No, I pretty much agree with what Bryson said. I mean, if the customer gets what the customer wants more or less, you know, there's not much more to be said about it than that. Uh, yeah, well, like 
when I'm doing something at work, I whenever I look for inspiration, it's always from point of view of like who who the audience is going to be. Um, just kind of take my personal style out of it to a certain extent, and you know, look at what other people are doing within that context. Yeah, I I would have to agree that. I don't necessarily feel pressured by like the changing, <clears throat> the changing world of design in a like for the most part. Cause I think, I think we sit in a, in a special part in apparel where it's like, there's no one right way to do it. You know, like everyone, like you said, your style is going to depict, be depicted by client, your boss, your creative director, like anybody is going to kind of, push you in the direction that you need to go and you just got to figure out how to do it versus like someone who's doing logo designer branding. It's like, I feel like the pressure is a lot harder because you have all of these other companies that you want to be as successful as them. So you want to style your like logo and your branding to fit that mold. Yeah, it's it's if I could relate it to the tattoo shop thing, you know, like if you want a portrait, you know, or if you want a logo, you're going to find the logo artist that does the style that you're looking for, you know, but us who have like there's hundreds of brands that we work with, we kind of have to be the like walk in shop, you know, someone comes in wanting a portrait or someone comes in wanting a traditional tattoo or a fine line or a watercolor or Japanese, you know, we have to kind of be able to like get 90% there on, you know, most of it and stuff. It's not, we can't really specialize because of the nature of our job. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think that's pretty much it. I think we covered, yeah. you know, we covered, you know, our, how kind of we started with influences and how our influences changed as we progress into our careers. And it could change, you know, five, 10 years from now. It may, we end up may going back to the way we were before. Like Colton said, it's a cycle. Or we may all just be AI technicians. Yep. No, we're right at the 2000s boom. It's coming. Especially with some of the stuff you were showing us. Oh, yeah. My influence is very much Y2K right now. Not a fan. I respect it, but I'm not a fan. Hey, you'll have your platform when we do design trends because that's coming. You can talk all the shit you want. Never mind. Hope you guys enjoyed me being on. Who knows when I'll be on next. And that was the last thing we heard from Colton. <laughs> we don't keep him in a basement and bring him out when we feel like it. That's not what we do. Yeah, they they let me out of my cage for this episode. <laughs> you so. shut your mouth. <laughs> Back under the stairs with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, guys, like always, subscribe. Give us five stars. If you want to hit us up, let us know how we're doing. Follow us on Instagram at Let's Get Graphic Podcast. Send us your favorite influences as well. Yes. Let us, let us know your favorite influences. Who should we be following? And if you subscribe, they'll feed me this week. <laughs> let's not make I'm let's not make any promises we can't keep okay true fair Maybe enough three. Fair. all right all right bye guys <laughs> go fuck yourself bye bye uh, uh.